This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Yes, it is. And gosh dang it, you made it to Friday. Happy Friday and happy St. Patrick's Day. Woo! Man, how's That's that fun. feel? That feels good, right? On a Friday too? Is it, are they always on Fridays or it's just the 17th, right? No matter yeah. what day? That's yeah. Right. All right, 6 o'clock, club. Let's shout you out first. We begin every show with you. I need anyone that's awake in the state of Maryland to text us that's listening right now. You are what we call the 6 o'clock club. Anybody that's awake, there's not a ton of us, right? We're a very small, knit group right now. But if you're up going to work, coming home from work, getting ready for school, text us. 410-583-1065. We will shout you out. Who's up? Veronica, good morning. Jess R. from Westminster is here. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Cindy in Westminster, good morning to beautiful Beverly. Clever Kevin, Francesca the nurse. Lou and Glen Burnie is checking in. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, are here. Christine, Lori, John the Annapolis locator. Cheryl, Mr. W., Mama McJam. Carol of Eden and Sasser and Little Sasser. Happy Friday. Everybody's wearing green today or no? Did you wear green? Yeah, I got my my green shirt on. I totally forgot it was St. Patrick's Day until I got in and started reading your notes and said, oh my God, it's St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I've got a camo hat on, so I think it counts. Do people still pinch or is that like not a thing to do in 2023? I feel like we've like created a whole new I mean, if you're at school. L- level. Up. But can kids even do that? I feel like it's almost like a sense of bullying nowadays. No way. You don't think so? I mean. Like if somebody came up and pinched my kid, <laughs> like. I'd be like, what are you doing? I'm hoping that it's not going to be like pinching. Did you? Did anyone ever like pinch you and it hurt? It would mainly be like you're not yes. wearing green and be, it wasn't like painful. Yes. They'd be like ripping your arm off. You'd be like, what? This is not. This Ew. is not what you're supposed to be doing. But I feel like if an adult, like imagine if somebody came up to you at work and like pinched you. Yeah, like, I, don't know. I don't feel like there's ever a reason. Don't give them a reason. Wear green. <laughs> I ain't never been pinched because I stay wearing green. I just don't think there's ever, and, t- and tell me if I'm wrong. Let's think we think of an, an example where this doesn't work. I just can't think of a reason of why a coworker ever needs to touch you for whatever reason. Unless you guys are close. Like Jess and I will hug from time to time. That's fine. But Jess and I are like, we would be friends outside this place too. There's like yeah. a given it's okay. I also would never pinch you. No. I wouldn't. But like, can you imagine? I would imagine? just be like, you're lame for not wearing green, but I wouldn't want to pinch you. Like imagine if, I don't know, uh... Jeremy Kahn came in today, just randomly pinched you. Wouldn't you be like, it feels weird. Pick Jeremy Kahn's on our sister Jer- station. Jeremy yeah, would totally would, pinch he someone. He would totally do that. <laughs> he would totally pinch somebody. <laughs> or like if our How boss about Greg? Tom. How about Greg? Okay, if Greg came in if here Greg like. If Greg pinched it, me, I'd be like, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> that wouldn't feel weird to you though. I'd be like, Greg, why are you pinching me? Because <laughs> he's like the know. nicest person. Ever since like the women's movement, I've tried to be so respectful of women around me. I can't imagine 
I don't think I've touched a woman since 2018 in any kind of fashion. Like when it comes to coworkers, even when I hug a female coworker, yeah. I'm always like, is this appropriate or is it not? So now I've even got to think through. God, if somebody's not wearing green today, I don't think I can pinch them. That just feels... In, in lighter St. Patrick's Day news, I'm attempting to win $10,000 from Jameson Whiskey today. Are you going to do that? Yeah. Tell I'm the, going the to ver- So, okay, so you can enter, of course. I, I know I'm so gullible for these things. Yeah. But you could enter through their, like, little promo they have. And you could, if you're in a bar between, like, 3 and 4 p.m. on St. Patrick's Day, you could possibly win $10,000. And I'm going to Virginia this weekend for St. Patrick's Day and celebrate my uncle's birthday. And so I requested that all of us meet at this Irish bar at 3 p.m. today. So <laughs> that's just, what I will be. That's where I will chance. be. So if I get if I understood this correctly, you had to go to their website and sign up, right? Uh-huh. And if they call you and you're at the bar, yeah, and you could win. So you change your whole schedule around. Yes, I have to get out of here immediately after the show because I have to meet Garage Boy and I have to meet my uncle Aaron to celebrate his birthday and go to this Irish bar in Centerville, Virginia. Wow. And that's what I'm going to do. It's going to be fun. Sounds like a, a solid investment of time. Okay. Hey, we were going to be drinking anyways. Might as well, well make sure I'm in a bar by three. I guess. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three <laughs> with Jess. Number three. March is National Women's History Month, so every day for the month of March, we're taking a moment to look at the way women have made the world a better place. And on this day, 23 years ago, Julia Roberts became the first female actor to ever earn $20 million for a single film. The milestone took place in 2000 for her role in Aaron Brockovich, already a massive star for her, for a decade at that point in her career. She was not getting paid the standard $20 million that male actors received. Universal Pictures was initially reluctant to show Roberts the money until her agent convinced them by pointing out the injustice of Hollywood's double standard. Male stars like Leonardo DiCaprio or Adam Sandler demanded $20 million after scoring only one $100 million hit, while Julia already had five at that point in her career. Yeah, that's a good agent, too, because you're really going up against a beast. Yeah. And shout out to, like, the team behind... Was it say Paramount Pictures? Universal? Uh, Universal, Universal Pictures in like, that situation. Even for them, I'm sure that had to be like, well, this is not what we do. You know, like somebody, whoever was that empathetic person is like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, why would she I mean she literally has done more, has more awards? Like, this doesn't make any sense. And that had to even be like a hard convince to go to their boss and be like, listen, mm-hmm. I know we don't typically do this, but this doesn't make any sense. So that's, it was super, mon- I remember that day was super monumental. Number two. Happy St. Patrick's Day. According to a new survey, about half of us are planning to celebrate in some type of way. But are the common traditions that we know and love, actually, are they even Irish? The whole wear green or risk getting pinched thing we were just talking about likely began right here in America. And going beyond that, St. Patrick himself was originally associated with the color blue. Um, How about drinking beer, especially green beer? Drinking in bars and pubs um, on St. Patrick's Day actually wasn't even allowed in Ireland until the 1970s. And green beer was actually invented in New York City in the 1900s. So there's that. And eating corned beef and cabbage. Again, it's an American thing. In Ireland, it's more common to eat lamb, ham, or bacon instead of corned beef. Don't act surprised by this. We're this, not. This is what we always do, right? I know. Like, we take a holiday. It's like another country's. Like, think about Cinco de Mayo. Has literally nothing to do with what we actually end up doing but on Cinco de Mayo. It. But we just, everyone's like, it's a reason to drink, right? Yeah. Number one. 
This story makes me kind of sad. Cameron Diaz was originally super excited to make her return to acting with co-star Jamie Foxx. She even claimed that Jamie was the one who convinced her to come out of her retirement for the first time since 2014's Annie that they both started together. But apparently the onset experience of their new Netflix movie Back to Action has been a complete mess because insiders say Fox has been a nightmare. Jamie has been the center of a bunch of drama, with one source reporting that Fox had a major meltdown on set and demanded that four members of the production staff be fired. There still hasn't been any comment from Diaz at this point. So are they going to stop production or are they going to keep going? It's still they're keep, yeah. they're, it's still going, but like I, I've i never heard any bad things about Jamie Foxx before, have you? I, I don't think I know anything about Jamie Foxx at all, to be honest I with mean, you. I mean, I'm obsessed with him, but I'm, this kind of makes me sad. I hope yeah. this is true. I think it always makes it awkward to go see movies where you know there's drama. And if it's like an action comedy, you're like, is that like, fake? You guys hate each other. We know that truth. Yeah, we'll see. This is Jess and that was your top three. I know this game on the surface level sounds dumb. The problem with it is that actuality, it's actually a very, very dumb game. Uh, we call this Friday Cryday. It's time for Friday Cryday! <laughs> Feels good to let it out. It really is a dumb dumb radio game, right? It's can, not a dumb game. <laughs> it's a pretty dumb game. It's not a dumb game because it's my life. We call this Friday Cryday. Here's how this works, is that Jess, in case you don't know, is a very, very sensitive person mm-hmm. and cries over a lot of things. Sometimes it's when she's sad, sometimes when she's happy, yeah. sometimes when she's mad, sometimes when she's excited. Yeah. You just never really know when the tears are going to come out. So what we decided to do is turn it into a little bit of a game mm-hmm. where on Fridays we'll come to you at this time and we'll say, all right, here's three stories of why Jess potentially cried this week. Yes. If you can guess the real reason of why she cried, you win for the day. The prize this week, Jess? 20 Maryland Lottery instant scratch-offs. You know this is a pretty big deal because you could be a millionaire. Let's get into the sadness. With Friday, Friday, story number one. Story number one. This week, I got glasses for the very first time in my life. My eyes have always been, like, kind of bad, but, like, whatever. And then I went and got a test done, and then, you know, like, the test they make you do when you got letters and numbers, and apparently I couldn't even see the bottom two lines, so my bad, you guys. (laughs) But I was, like, so shocked the first time I put on my glasses and I walked outside and I could see a tree from super far away. It was a trippy. I just got so excited and I started crying. Like, what took you so long to get glasses? I don't know. I think just because my eyes have always been bad, I just thought that this is the world that I'm supposed to see, but it's not. Welcome to uh, Eyesight, Jessica. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Story number two for Friday Friday. Story number two. So I have a wedding subscription that I do on Instagram where I basically post everything about my wedding. And something I've been doing is I've been posting a video for every single person in my bridal party. And the one I just did was for my sister because um, she's going to be our flower girl per her request. And I showed a bunch of like old photos of her and my family. And I had no idea that it was going to make me so emotional. And I basically had a meltdown. And then Garage Boy got home from work in, like, the middle of my meltdown. And I'm just, like, I'm, I am crying my face off. And he walks in and he's like, what the hell is going on? Is it weird? What do you mean? Like, like your little sister is, like, going to be your flower girl? It, I, it, I wasn't. <laughs> Don't it was like cry. The unex- the I know. <laughs> Don't give any clues. Okay. All right, story number three. Story number three. So Miley Cyrus has a special on Disney Plus right now where she performs all of her new songs from Endless Summer. 
It's amazing, by the way, so you should watch it. But she also performs The Climb because she's celebrating 14 years since its release. And to see Miley Cyrus perform (laughs) The Climb 14 years later on Disney for a special that she is in control of in her full authentic self when the last time we saw her perform it, it was for the Hannah Montana movie. (laughs) It was such an emotional moment. It's The Climb. I was so proud of her because it really has been a journey. (laughs) Has it just? It has. Yeah. It really has because the last time she was singing that song, like, she couldn't be herself. Yeah. But this time, like... Two weeks later, she's twerking, okay? For her to be in charge, you know, and to be, like, on Disney Plus, it was just, like, a very emotional moment for us. She's not doing it for Disney anymore. She's She's doing doing it for for Disney, okay? (laughs) She's doing it for Disney Plus this time. Exactly. (laughs) She's grown up, man. She's streaming now, baby. I love Miley. Sadly, I think it's story number three. If I, I mean, I again, I don't know the answer before you guys start guessing. If I had to guess, though, I'm going with story number three. Who's up first? Uh, this is Alex from Laurel on line three. Hello, Alex. Hi, good morning. Alex, you've been presented with three options. Which one are you going with for the real cry this week? I would say number two. Story number two, the video about her sister being a flower girl. Mm-hmm. Jess, was that the real cry this week? It was the real cry this week. Wow. It was definitely, I'd say, like, like ugly Oprah crying cry this week. Not good, huh? That's I couldn't. I was like, place. I could not control myself. Uh, why, why'd you go with number two? I mean, I, I think we, we're starting to see a little bit of a reoccurring theme here with Jess's wedding. But what, what made you say, I know number two must be the real reason. Well, also because previously she did cry while wedding planning. But I'm also currently wedding planning. And I feel like every step of the journey has been like a cry moment. You, you could almost <laughs> say it's the climb. It's, it is the climb. Yeah. It is. Oh, my God. It's literally my but, climb, you guys. Wait. I'm gonna but I was going to say... <laughs> I was going to say The Climb as my second choice because I saw her perform it at the uh, Life March yeah. in D.C. And I started, me and my friends were bawling. It's oh, an girl. emotional it, one. That would be me. It's an emotional one It will one literally sure. be me if she goes on tour and sings it. I'll fall apart. I'll mouse yeah. on the floor. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was a tough week of good choices, yeah. but you have one Friday cry day. Congratulations. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. So it's St. Patrick's Day, and to make sure Marylanders celebrate safely, the State Department of Transportation is teaming up with Lyft to offer free rides for anybody celebrating today. Free rides up to 15 bucks will be available starting later this afternoon at 4 p.m. until 4 a.m. Saturday morning. The discount code for Lyft rides credits will be posted at 3 p.m. on SoberRide.com. I'm already like, tell me the code. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> announce that at 3 p.m. Okay. Number two. Star Wars fans, lightsabers finally exist. 
Disney has invented a lightsaber that actually expands and and retracts, just like the ones in the movies, and they make noises like them, too. They were just revealed at this year's South by Southwest Festival. So here is the bad news. At the moment, Disney has not released any plans for when they would actually sell these to fans. For now, the lightsabers will just be used at some of uh, the Disney parks and attractions by actors, but I'm going to post a video of them on our Instagram story. Just search Kramer and Jess. This looks so cool. But they don't actually like, cut people, right? No. Okay. Well, I didn't know if it was used as like a weapon. No. If people are like buying this to like actually hurt other humans. I mean, I'm not a Star Wars person, but I can only imagine how nerd-tastic <laughs> this, is this crazy. must be. Just, just give me two minutes. I'm going to post it on our story, okay? All right. All right. Number one. Ben Affleck has finally revealed what his wife, Jennifer Lopez, said to him during that very tense moment at the Grammys back in February. The video of the married couple went viral where you see J-Lo basically like snapping at Ben. But despite it all, Ben says he actually had a good time. In a recent interview, Ben said that he didn't even know the cameras were on him at that point when he leaned over to J-Lo and joked that he was going to leave her sitting next to somebody else. And at that moment, we saw on camera, that's when J-Lo turned to him and was like, you better not leave me right now. And Ben claims that this is like an inside joke between the two of them. But Ben did confirm, yes, he was, in fact, bored at the Grammys, and he called it his wife's work thing in the well, interview. I mean, yeah, think about it. Yeah. Like, imagine that you weren't, like, we would all feel that way. If you've ever been drugged to some type of work event with your, your partner before, mm-hmm. you're like... You're just there. You're just like the moral support. Yeah. You don't give two poops about what's actually happening on that stage. Do you believe them, though, that they were joking around? Because nothing about their faces, either of them said we're joking around right now. Um, Like, when I hear that, I'm like, "Mm, good PR move, bad in actuality. I kind of believe it because Garage Boy and I would joke around. And I actually was thinking about this the other day that, like, if someone might, if someone would see us out in public while we kind of, like, mess with each other... They might think that we are, like, seriously fighting or something. But go back and watch that. You know I, what I, I mean? I have to go watch it again now and, like, let me really think through the eyes of their kidding and okay. see if it still comes off. Because I remember watching that and being like, oh, that yeah, makes me tense. feel. Now, they're both actors and whatever, but there was something about that to scream. This is not good. Not a good situation. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Ooh, are you still mad? Want an apology? Or is yours long overdue? Forgive and forget with Kramer and Jess. Bianca from Parkville, are we going to ask for forgiveness or demand an apology today? We are going to demand an apology and my cousin better not steal my wedding song. Wow. Oh, hell no, girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just hit a nerve with Jessica Dutra. One Jessica Dutra over here. Mm, what's what going is, on? What does that mean to steal a wedding song? So, my cousin and I, who are only a few months apart in age, we just have, like, this weird competitive nature. She's getting married in May, and I'm getting married in July. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I waited seven years for this. I've been very (laughs) patient. You're a patient soul. A patient soul. Yeah, my cousin's only been with this guy for three years. But let's continue anyway. (laughs) Anyway, so I digress. She's the competitive one, right? Who cares? It's not about her. (laughs) So when my fiancé proposed, he played Ed Sheeran Thinking Out Loud. So that's obviously going to be my wedding song. Yeah. I think actually, hang on. Let me me play a clip of this song for those who don't. Darling, I will be loving you. So this is what was playing when he proposed to you. 
That's the one. Yeah. So sweet. So I was talking to my cousin. I'm like, I'm definitely going to make that our first dance song. Mm -hmm. Of course. And she was, yeah, all on board. She's like, definitely. It has such a special place. And then weeks later, we're talking about our wedding. And all of a sudden, she's like, oh, I'm going to use Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. But she already knew that this was already locked in like months ago since your proposal. Yep. Honestly, it really pisses me off. <laughs> I'm annoyed. I'm kind of offended somehow. Like, we all obviously have the same family, so all the same aunts and uncles are going to be there. So they're going to see me dance the song. And since my wedding is after, she's going to think that I ripped off Tori. <laughs> yeah. So you, you what want, the heck? You want, like, exclusivity to, to probably one of the most generic songs for weddings. But she, um, okay, yeah, but whatever. But it played during your proposal. And she doesn't have, like, any sort of connection or anything like this to this song like you do. Exactly. So then you think when you when you told her that, that automatically then ruled that song out? Well, duh. Yeah. I don't know that you, like, can call dibs on, like... What? A first dance song. I really don't. Like, just, I mean, because, again, it's, it, like, if it was some extremely rare song, I would say, okay, that's a weird... We're talking about maybe one of the most popular wedding songs of all time, yeah. right? Like, you would expect her to change her whole wedding plans just because you you don't like the song for, for her? Absolutely. Okay. There's <laughs> no question. Yeah, she needs to change it. I just don't know how to say it without sounding like a monster, but she needs to change it. Or if not, I'm not going to her wedding. Uh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> so, like, can you really just say, like, since you said it out loud, is, is she in the wrong for, for taking that same song? Does that deserve an apology? And does she have to change hers because of it? Are you asking me? Yeah. A hundred percent yes and yes. <laughs> a thousand percent. Just Bianca. A little, little tense in the wedding process right now. Yeah, yeah. I, so I'm getting married next year, and I will go to bat for you, Bianca. That is so lame. It's like This is the song that he literally proposed to you. She knew that already, so why would you pick the same song after your cousin tells you, hey, this is what I'm using, and then you want to use the same song? I just don't know that that's like... First off, what it's about, or B, that you can even do that, or C, would you change your wedding song to appease your cousin? Like, that also seems like a little messed up. This is what we do is if you've never been here for Forgive and Forget before, we, we call Tori and Tori, her cousin, and we were just like, hey, listen, there's somebody that wants to bring you on a radio segment about forgiveness. And I can't tell you who it is, but if you're willing to participate, then you can come on and figure it out. And mm. she's down to participate. I think she knows that this is what this is about. Mm. So I can tell there's maybe a little tension because you were one of two people that she mentioned may want to bring you on this segment. So what's going to happen? We don't know. Uh, Bianca. Hi there. All right. Uh, you, you good to go? I'm ready. All right. Only thing we ask is just don't say that it's you until we give her a chance to guess who it is, all right? Okay. Cool. Then let me connect over Tori. Uh, hey, Tori. Hello? Good morning. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Tori. Thank you. Thank you again for doing this. We appreciate it. No problem. So, you know, like when we talked yesterday, I said there's somebody that wants to bring you on this, you know, forgiveness segment on our radio show. Um, it, it, anybody that you wanted to narrow this down to today? Uh, my cousin, Bianca. Why Why did you guess Bianca? I, I know that she's upset um, about something okay. with me. Sorry, and... You can't use my wedding song. You have to change it. You can't do this. Honestly. I mean, I already chose it. It's not like it's 
your song. I mean, anybody. But can... you knew Kevin proposed to that song. So why I would mean, you, like, automatically choose it for your first dance after I told you it was going to be mine? I went through a bunch of songs, and I was like, oh, this one's just honestly so pretty. And, like, that's kind of why I chose it. I was, you I just like you just like the song. You just think it's a good song. I just really like the but song, you, yeah. But you also knew, though, you also knew that Bianca was going to use that as her first song. Because she told you. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. But I wasn't trying to, like, intentionally steal it. And you chose yeah. that one, in, like, specifically, the one that Kevin proposed to? I just feel like you're making such a big deal out of nothing. Like, it's just, a, like, a wedding song. And, like, honestly, I already made a dance to it. So, like, why would I... Why would I change it? I don't know. I don't know, Tori. Can you kind of see where Bianca's coming from as far as, like, sharing that with you, having a very strong connection to the song, obviously, because that's what was playing during her engagement, and then tells you, and then you decide to pick the same song when you're also getting married just a couple months before her? You don't think, like, that's kind, that's going to hurt her feelings a little bit? No, I understand that. Like, she has a strong connection to it. But I just feel like you can't have dibs on, like, a song. Like, I I, I want to use it. And I I already choreographed the dance it. I got to be honest with you. How many weddings have you been to in your lifetime? Tell me their first dance. But tell, honestly, me, no, tell me their first dance. Not, you couldn't. Uh, When's the last wedding you went to, Jess? Tell me their last, their first dance. You I don't, don't remember, know. but I'm sorry. Like, a I'm, family member <laughs> of mine, when our weddings are literally back-to-back and I tell you what my song is, you're not, like... I, that's not, it's not okay. Bianca, before the break, you know, you, you pretty much had an ultimatum. And what is it that you wanted to achieve in this phone call? I honestly, Tori, I just want you to change your song. That's all I want you to do. Like, I want you to respect the fact that I said it was going to be my song first. Please and thank you. I mean, I don't feel like I owe anything. I understand, like, it's her, like, she feels like it's her song. Yeah. I just really, I just decided on that song. I was like, I really and you're, and you're, are you're not willing to budge on this? I just, I just don't think it's a big deal. And I don't think family members are going to like judge us for having the same song. I, 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 actually, I'm 100% on your side. I think this is probably more trouble than it's worth. But I don't think so. I think Bianca deserves to have her own moment. And I also just think it's very interesting. I feel like we can't ignore the fact that like, I literally tell you this is what I'm going to use. And then you want to use the same thing when you know this means a lot to me. Let's let's get some phone calls on this one. Uh, 410-583-1065. Maddie and Bowie, do you think that she should have a change her wedding song? Absolutely. I get married this September, and if I told my cousin what my song was going to be and it was that special to me, and you picked it too, that's just rude. You knew me ahead of time. You're just being spiteful to not change it and copy me. Exactly. This is on purpose. Th- it sounds like you're getting abducted by aliens, but I think I understand. I think I understand. Stan, your your uh, your point here. Okay, thank you for calling us. Thanks, Maddie. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Melissa in Catonsville. Does she is she able to call dibs on this wedding song? Does Tori need to change it? Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. Well, it's selfish. It's rude. Um, I wouldn't even do that to a best friend or friend, let alone a family member. Exactly. But you're, you can do that. You're allowed to say, this is my song, and then nobody else around you is allowed to touch it? I mean, two months before, first dance, I told you the song special with me. She doesn't even have a real reason why she wants to use it other than she likes it. Y- yeah, but like, isn't that, isn't that enough? Like, I like the song. Like, you didn't write it. You're not Ed Sheeran himself. Like, 410-583-1065. Debbie from Canesville, good morning. 
Good morning. Does does Bianca have the right to call dibs in the song? Does Tori have to change it? So I don't think she's calling dibs on the song. This is family. They're likely going to have the same people there just months apart. And it was a special moment for her that she got proposed to. And honestly, sometimes family's the worst. (laughs) Tori should want want to change this song so they can each have their special moment. By the way, I got married in 1990, and I remember my first song. Well, yeah, you remember it. But I guarantee you nobody else remembers it, you know? Okay. But it, uh, Bianca, I mean, it looks like it looks like you're right. Tori, it, people are saying like, you know, majority at least are saying that, you know, that's it's, she kind of called dibs on it. I, 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 I guess you can call dibs on a song, but it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's hard because, you know, like I already choreographed that dance, but... Well, I mean, are you willing to apologize to Bianca and possibly pick a different song since you've since you've kind of heard that at least that outside perspective? Well, I mean, since like you know, uh, everyone's making a huge deal out of it. I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's not worth the drama at this point. So you know what? Like, I I guess I'll just like change my song. So okay, and then Bianca, how does that make you feel? Um, I'm honestly happy. Thank you. I appreciate you changing it. I can help you choreograph something else. Um, I just feel very validated. Like, it's just been a crazy time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fight with my cousin. Yeah. I just want yeah. to know that I can continue my happiest day of my life. Happy. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.